just different. Are you ready? 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 Are you ready for the afternoon refill? It's the afternoon refill. Afternoon refill. It's the afternoon refill. You're tuned in to the afternoon refill with Tony T. That's right. Thank you so much for tuning in to the afternoon refill. It's your girl, Tony T. And it's it's a great month. First off, it's the month of March. And the reason why I say it's a great month is because it's a month where we're celebrating women. All right. It's Women's History Month. Now, if you have no idea what this month is all about, let me just give you some background. So Women's History Month is a celebration of women's contributions to history culture and society and has been observed annually in the month of March in the United States since 1987. So this is going way back. But you know what? We're going to we're going to we're going to make it a thing where we celebrate it every single year because I don't think women get their props as much as they should. Okay? And so on the afternoon refill, we're going to make it a thing, all right? So this is a month of episodes dedicated to celebrating women, not only chasing their dreams but living them. And so I personally want to recognize, celebrate and honor all the women I know who are contributing to society in their own special way. A woman who is not only chasing her dreams, but again, living her dreams. And so um Today, I'm talking to two go-getters, two game changers who created their very own businesses. Uh, and it just blesses my heart. Again, I've already told them personally that that they took time out of their schedule to talk to me and just to share with you guys what they've experienced, you know, pressing into their passions and impacting society in the only way they know how, which is being themselves. And so on today's episode, I have my girls, Natanya and Cass. What is good, guys? What's hey. up? <laughs> Actually, you know what? I shouldn't have said guys. It's ladies. What's good, ladies? <laughs> let me let me correct what's that. Up? <laughs> yes. So, I mean, y'all are in two totally different professions. Cass, you're a photographer, right? Indeed. Indeed, you're a photographer in Boston doing the thing. Yes. And Natanya is a hairstylist. You're a hairdresser. Is that the right way to say it to go about it that you're a hairstylist? Yeah. Yeah, I would say hairstyles, yeah. Okay, okay. So, <laughs> like I said, y'all, when I tell you, when you follow them, which you're going to do, because if you're listening and you follow the afternoon refill, <laughs> you're going to follow my friends. Um, when you follow them, you're going to see why these two ladies are just bosses in their own right. They're just leading. They're leading the way. They're, they're changing the game. They're, they're breaking anything that's been generationally negative uh it's it's just it's powerful to see them make these moves and so um we're just gonna dabble in conversation just about your passions and what you love to do and really about what you're doing now and how it started who's your inspiration and all of that stuff because i think people out there need to be encouraged by started from the bottom stories i don't think we hear them enough (laughs) um and and People just need to be encouraged in these days, especially during a pandemic. I mean, come on. It's been crazy. So I would also love to get your perspective on how it's been for you during this time. 2020 was an unexpected year of just for sure unexpected happenings left and right. So to start, before we get into all of that, Natanya, if you would, uh, just share a little bit about what you do uh, and who you are, where you're from, just a little bit. Hi, everyone. I am Natanya. Um, if you're watching this podcast and you know about my hair business, you probably know me as Tanya. Mm-hmm. Um, I am from Providence, Rhode Island. I was say born and raised, but I was actually like raised for a part of my life in Pawtucket. Yup, the bucket. <laughs> <But> <laughs> You know, and then I moved to Providence when I was in second grade. So I kind of know Providence more. Yeah. So born and raised in Providence, Rhode Island. Um, I'm 23. Um, what else? Uh, so yeah, like I said, I do hair. So I specialize in wigs, weaves, um, making wigs, installing them, frontals, closures. I also have, as well as doing hair, I also sell hair. So I sell wigs, I sell closures, frontals, bundles, and mm-hmm. lashes. 
and some hair accessories that should be coming in soon. So stay tuned for that. It's ah. nothing really big, but just something to help you lay your frontals down because I know that's the hardest part about frontals. And that's a little bit about me before I get too much into details. Nice. Yes. No, that was perfect. That was absolutely perfect. Cass, I need some ahead. lashes. <laughs> yes, girl. You will love them. See, see right, what happens. I, this is why I love doing the afternoon refill because you see these connects. I'm pretty much the I plug, y'all. Let me just let y'all know. I'm going to put myself out there. I'm the plug. I got friends who just do all types of stuff and they're amazing at what they do. So th- see, this is a perfect example right here. Um, but yeah, go ahead, Cass, and sh- share a little bit about yourself. Okay. Um, so my name's Cassandra. You can call me Cass. Um, I'm also known as Stealth Maid on Instagram. Um, I've been a photographer and located in Boston. I'm born and raised in Boston, but I've been a photographer here for a few years now. I would say like, I like seriously taking my like hobby to the next level, I guess like the past like four years, um, okay. four or five years I've been like really pressing into it. Um, but you know, like I, I think photography has always been like something that I've been passionate about ever since, uh, probably eighth grade of middle school, like just like starting out with my iPhone, taking pictures, like when Instagram like popped up and like, you know, Instagram was on and popping and, you know, like you remember yeah. the old Instagram, like the yes. first version Miss, of Instagram, Miss those yeah. days. <laughs> like those days, that's when I started and that's like where like my name, like my name like stealth me like when I started my name and like kind of like how everything came about but um yeah. yeah I guess I guess like I hope that answered that but yeah I'm just a portrait pretty much a portrait photographer I special I would say like I specialize or like I would say that I'm I work well when I'm shooting film photography mm-hmm. but also um I like digital photography but I've been leaning more so like towards film photography um as of late um Eli put me on actually to like so much game so shout out to Eli because honestly like he taught me a lot um when it comes to film and like he literally just like saved me honestly (laughs) he helped me like he helped me so much when it comes to like just like my business I took my business to a whole nother level because of everything I learned through Eli and like resources that he shared with me so but yeah sorry I kind of like rambled (laughs) no 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 no. don't be sorry sis that was your time to take the floor to take the stage so it's all good yeah I love that I love that connection and and the fact that you had somebody who supported you and that's what pretty much helped you get to the next level so that brings me to my question like because both of you are super invested in what you do like you're in it you're in the game You're, you're getting your coin for it right and so uh Natanya, who would you say would be or what was your inspiration to take it to the next level? Was there a person or was there a moment, a situation that just kind of sparked you and said, look, I'm taking this seriously and I'm going to do this more often? I wouldn't say there was like an exact. It's really weird for me because Mm. like. I started really getting, my whole life I was into like, you know, hair, beauty and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. And I started really, I remember my friends, because my aunt used to do my hair when I was younger all the time. And then like, you know, growing up, I went to like a predominantly, I want to say black, but it was like a charter school. So it was like a lot of um, black Spanish kids. It was like a, it was like a school for the betterment of the minorities, minorities. So there's a lot of minorities. So like, you know, the girls are like, oh, your hair's lay, girl. You got like, you know, it was a thing. Like we were always talking about weaves, always talking about thing. Um, Weaves, hair, makeup and all that stuff. So everyone always kind of knew me as my hair was nice. So then I remember my mom, it was prom, junior prom. Mm -hmm. My mom, um... My mom had paid for my hair to get done for Easter. And, like, a month later, I wanted to take it out. And you know when your parents kind of pay for the hair, they're like, okay, so you got it done this day. You're not taking it out until this day. (laughs) But I wanted to switch it up because it was prom. I'm like, no, I had this in for a long time. said, okay, you could take it out and you could do it yourself. And if it comes out ugly, it's on you. Right. But it actually came out really, really nice. And from then, I, I, like, my friend, my cousin... Um, my best friend and my sister was like, okay, make an Instagram page. So we were going, like, oh, what's the name? Should it be, like, Glowed by Tanya, Touched by Tanya, Crowned by Tanya? And it was, like, Touched by Tanya. So I made the Instagram page. And I feel like from that moment, it really grew. But I didn't know how big it would grow. 
because the fall I was a junior and then the next year I like was doing hair but I like got a job at Walgreens or whatever but then I got accepted to college in Massachusetts so I quit that job so then my only real source of income was doing hair yeah so it was like while I was in school, like, in my degree, um, my major was biology. So while I'm in school, like, trying to study and stuff, I'm Girl. also doing hair. Wow. So it's, like, I really boomed in college. And that was, like, the best and worst thing because it's, like, I'm now juggling two things. And, like, the thing about me, even though at one point hair, I just considered the hair a side hobby, I'm not going to half-ass it. Like, I'm still going to, mm-hmm. you know, everyone's hair still has to be on point. My exactly. marketing still has to be on point. Like, even though it's like a hobby, no. Like, I, people already know my earrings. Yeah. Your name is, <laughs> your name is attached be, to it. My name is attached to it. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, like... I feel like, and during the days, it was like, okay, sometimes I had to pick school over, like, doing hair. Sometimes I actually kind of picked hair over doing school. <laughs> so, um, so, so one person that I would watch was on YouTube who really, like, I would guess, like, sparked, like, oh, don't give up was Tierra Monet. Okay. Tierra Monet. She was like, she also went to college, but she dropped. I remember from like watching her video, she dropped out of college and for some time she was just chilling and like, you know, she always loved doing hair mm-hmm. and she just continued. She was just like consistent, like, you know, making YouTube videos for her was like, you know, it was like for me at the same time, like, it was just fun. Yeah. It was just fun. Like, she was just doing it fun. She started like attracting a following and she continued, 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 and continued. And now she has like a seven figure business, Look. investing. Wow. To other things, and it's like, hey, if she can do it, what means I can? I, I can do it too. <laughs> I can do it too. You know? Yes. yes. That's really dope. That's really dope. I also love the fact that you're talking about it being gradual. Like it was a gradual thing. Cause I Dang, think for, yeah. for everybody it's different. Some for some people, there's a moment that just like sparks it and you're like, Yeah, I'ma do this for the rest of my life. And then they start working towards it. Um, Mm -hmm. but I also don't think that there's a lot of stories out there that talk about the gradual, like, belief in yourself and in your craft and the gift that you've been given, because it's hard out here sometimes to believe in yourself. And me and Cass were kind of talking about it a little bit before you got on here, Natanya, but, um... Even starting this podcast for me personally, it's like, I had to believe that this this was something that I'm supposed to do. That it's a good yeah. thing, right? And so, if you don't believe it and you're just waiting for everybody else to keep complimenting you and bigging you up and gassing you up, uh, on the days that they don't, then your business yes. or whatever you're trying to do is going to be yeah, trash. Yeah, where's the foundation? The foundation built on social media and just, like, getting, Comments. like affirmation from other people i guess like or what is it like words of affirmation from people i guess yeah yeah um it's tough because if you go on my instagram you go all the way down like from the beginning i was just posting myself i had no like i didn't have any like regular clients or anything it was just myself myself but i was consistent yeah and that's the reason why i kind of like i always had like long hair and that's kind of the reason why i broke off all my hair because i was just testing everything on myself i'm like okay i gotta post a new look i gotta show like i gotta post a new look i gotta like you know i gotta attract people you have to make people want to come to you Mm. so and that was my own walking advertisement so i'll just always try something new always in my hair trying to show people like okay you see i did this yesterday now look at this new look you know now look at this bob now look at this color and then over time they're like okay oh okay you did something like this oh i like that you did this i like that and then people started coming and coming and coming and coming and so now I barely even post myself on my hair page, but I, I want I want to start posting myself more. So mm-hmm. that was my goal: make more like hair transformation videos. Nah, that is amazing. Awesome. I love that. I love that. And that's another thing too is that some people are waiting for clientele, but it's like you got to be your own client sometimes first. What? Yeah, <laughs> like how you are I your so- own best advertisement. Listen. Wow. And so, with that said, I know that for you, Cassandra, like, uh, being that you're in, you're a photographer, like, <laughs> as much as you could be your own client, <laughs> take, you know what I mean? Take your I own can't, self-portraits. I mean, I can't, yeah, I mean, like, I, I don't really get, you know, it's crazy, like, I kind of, like, when it comes to, like, taking, getting my pictures taken or, like, doing my own self-portraits, mm-hmm. I find, like, I struggle in that area. Yeah. Which is funny because, like, I could take my own selfies. That's different. But, like, right. when it comes to, like, you know what I'm saying? But when, like, someone else is, like, taking the photo, I'm just like, oh, I don't know. Like, <laughs> I'd rather just, like, focus on my work, you know, on my page. Yes. And, like, sometimes occasionally I'll show myself. So I, I feel like I'm trying to also work on, like, 
posted myself too because you know i think it's good to like uh, like you know for your business to have a face to it and like not just like you know not about not making it all about you but you know just like being a personable person and just like being a human being is like a big part of like that like you'll see a lot of growth i feel like just being like genuine and who you are and like showing some of your personality and like not everything has to be perfect you know what i'm saying i think like on social media we see like everything is very like um you know kind of like perfect i guess yeah like this facade almost and you know you just showing a little bit about yourself i guess would help um for the person to see okay like this person i can i can get along with i would love to hire her because i'll be able to get along with this person or i'll feel like comfortable going to them maybe for some hair um some to get their hair styled or Mm -hmm. you know for a photo shoot or whatever it is you know it's just all about deal how do you how do you deal with people? Can you handle like dealing with a person one-on-one and like, you know, so I think it's the business aspect of everything is definitely like something that I'm learning over time. Cause at first I, w- I didn't really know how to handle it. Yeah. I'm just a self-taught photographer. I don't, you know what I'm saying? I never had the, I was never given the resources to really figure that out. I had mm-hmm. to look for it and I had to ask people and I had to, you know, put myself out there and yep. you know like in a in a I get and photography is like very male dominated mm. but nowadays a lot of women are rising um so it's really cool to see um you know a lot of different women like you know just speaking about like what they love to do and not being afraid to step into that and like you know so I think I think we're like changing as as we go, you know, through the years, like, I hope we're progressing as women, you know, just in general. Most definitely. And, Most definitely. You know, supporting each other and, you know. Yes, that's the big one, support. Yeah. So, I think one thing that I've noticed over the years, and I think specifically in college, I learned a lot in college. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Yo, we, I, honestly, when you just I sit back and think about that, it, you're yeah. like, dang, most of what I learned about society, life, and myself was in college. In college. Like yeah. the friends, the friend choices that you make, the relationships you decide to say yes to, and the ones who reject you. Yeah. <laughs> like you just learn so yep. much from them. Like you Thousand learn percent. about whether or not you're good with commitment or consistency. Um yeah, there's just so many things that you learn about yourself. And I think what's really cool is that in that process, um, like you were saying, you picked up a lot, Natanya, from just being in, in your dorm room and doing hair and, and being your own client and just kind of showing it off on campus, you know, letting everybody know, yeah. like, yeah, I do this. You know what I'm saying? Um, and so I think it's great to also mention that in different points in life, like, it's okay like, you don't have to start something at the same time as everybody else. You know what I'm saying? Mm, like, yeah. like I think everybody's starting point is different. And timing matters. Mm-hmm. Timing is so, so, so yeah. important. Yeah. And it's important to also take the time to invest in yourself. Um, it's also important to maybe even be quiet, maybe about some special projects or about a drop or a release of something that you're doing. Because sometimes if you share it too soon... It mm, might not, listen. It oh might not actually God. come out to be like you planned it. Oh. Um, and so, so true. I'm having PTSD so this week. <laughs> yo, you literally, yo, it's so true. Like you gotta also like you gotta protect your your craft. You saying protect your craft is important because I think a lot of it's people true, feel yeah. like they have to share everything just because mm-hmm. everybody else is sharing their stuff on social media. Well, I don't want it to come off the wrong way Mm because you know what like if someone came to me and they're like I want to learn about photography I'm going to genuinely tell them what I know you know what I'm saying that's not what I mean but Mm -hmm. in terms of like protecting your craft I mean it so like um like just like don't overshare what you're doing yeah um and be intentional about what you share when when you know like have a plan for things like don't just you know what i'm saying like be consistent have a plan for things be thoughtful about what you post i guess yeah me personally 
Me personally, I'm very big on like energies and stuff. Like I'm very spiritual, so I'm like everything is spiritual before it is physical. And I feel like not everyone has good intentions. Not everyone mm-hmm. wants to see the best in you. So it's like it's good to. It, I'm not saying be secretive with your stuff, but it's like good to keep it to yourself. Make sure everything's good before you just bring it out there. Now, what if you're not com- like you know sometimes you hear something like you're excited about something but not fully confident in it, and you go confide to somebody like this mm-hmm. is what I'm doing, and then they kind of speak doubt right. into your plans, and now you're. You lost all the confidence you had, so it's like it's good to protect exactly. your energy, protect your um, protect your craft, your work, and all that stuff because not everyone exactly. wants. To not see everyone you deserves succeed. like your your full energy, like your full, like you know, pick your battles. Of course, like you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying, but definitely like not everybody deserves. Like yeah, like you said, protect your energy. These these are beautiful gems because I think for anybody that's starting out in pursuing their passion wholeheartedly and taking it more seriously, taking it to that next level. We all need to understand that because uh, this is a dirty world. You feel me? Like, uh, mm-hmm. as much as we are faith-filled women and we're mm-hmm. pressing through, trusting and believing that what we were created to do will come to fruition, that we will thrive, we will succeed, um, it's important to be mindful that there are still serpents out there, that they also have a job to do. Um, and mm-hmm. so for us to protect mm. our craft, to protect the gift that we have, it's important to share that because there's a lot of people out there who are sharing it with people who don't deserve to hear it in its, in its, um, yeah. in its, uh, birth, not birth state, but in its like premature state. I don't think that every single time during that process, it has to be shared to everybody. You know, you pick your, you pick your few, yeah. you pick your few who are rooting Definitely. for you and support you, praying for you or whatever. Um, and then you keep it moving with that. Um, and so with that said, I know y'all tapped in a little bit to being self-starters because that's really what you guys are. Like you guys are self-starters. You decided to you pick this up on your own. Like nobody, nobody paid for your for this opportunity for you to go to hair school and become this boss stylist. Like nobody paid for your, you know, opportunity to to go to a camera school at a young age. Camera school, okay. Uh, <laughs> to take photography <laughs> classes, uh, to take photography classes at a young age, and um, and so you're literally figuring out this business on your own. One thing mm-hmm. that I've learned. That I struggled with, cause for for a little bit, um, when there was a there was a time where I like wasn't working, and so I was like, you know what, I can braid, so I'm gonna just throw it out there and let people know I can braid, so that they can you know, give me a coin or two, cause your girl needs the check, <laughs> your girl needs right. a coin, so <laughs> I decided to start promoting myself, and I wasn't gonna take it too seriously because. Hair is not something that I want to focus on and do. I'm capable, but that's not my calling. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, and these styles are becoming elevated. Okay. (laughs) People are coming to me with some wild looks and I'm like, look, that's cute. I just can't do that for you. Um, and I know the basics. <laughs> listen, I know the basics. I could give you some cute cornrows, some bop, you know, some popping box braids. That's about it. <laughs> um, everything else, I'm YouTubing, but it's still a skill, though. It's still a skill. It's still a skill. But one thing that I, I, so. I had difficulty with, especially like trying to turn it into like a business aspect, um, was like the pricing and charging people. Like. What tell me tell me about your experience uh with finally turning this into a serious business and how did you navigate how you were gonna necessarily charge people? Did that change? Uh did you get advice from anybody? What was what was one thing that you took with you that has kind of that you've kind of held true and that stuck with you ever since um when you're when you've been entering into this like business realm? Um Natani, you could you could tap into that a little bit. Okay, so when I first started doing hair, like I would do full sew-ins. Mm. Also, even travel to my friend's house and stuff for like twenty dollars, thirty-three dollars. Yes, if only yes. I knew. But I feel like it's actually. <laughs> I know. I wow. know. Thirty-three dollars. I remember one time I did my friend's hair, and her mom was like, "How much you want?" I said, "Whatever. You, give me whatever." <laughs> I said, "Give me whatever." And I think she like she was nice. I think she gave me like fifty dollars or whatever. But also. 
I must admit, I feel like it's also really good to start low because, yes, at the time when I look back at my work, if I was charging high prices, no one would have came to me because it's like I still needed that time. I still need that experience. I still needed that experience to grow, to become as good as I, how I am now, because those someone yeah. they were worth the price, the thirty three dollars. But once I got it down, <laughs> but once I got it down pack and I really started to progress, um, they were still a little low. And I feel like that was still good because. When you're new on the market, you have you, like you have to market yourself. So it's like, okay, you're new. People already have their set people that they're going to. So why should they come to you? So my thing was like, I'm doing hair nice, very nice at that, and I'm doing it below market price. So why wouldn't mm-hmm. you want to like you know test me out? Because you're gonna get your hair slayed, and you're probably gonna save you a couple of coins. So you know I was doing that for some time, doing that for some time. But at one point, I kind of lost sight of. I remember my cousin was like, "Yes, you're young." But you're not a baby hairstylist. You actually do the damn thing. So it's like, at this point, you've been doing it for so long. You know, you have people coming to you. Raise your prices. Because you're at the end of the day, you're, um, yeah. you're cutting yourself short. Because you're doing all of this, all of that, all of this, all of that. You're styling, curling, doing all of this. But you're not even, like, cutting even. Like, it's it's okay. Like, you know, it's okay to raise your prices. So after that, I'm like, okay. Because sometimes I was really humble with doing hair. Because I'm like, okay, all these other girls mm. who are doing it, they're older than me and stuff. Like, you know, I'm just a, I'm just this young girl on the block <laughs> just trying to, you know, make a name for herself. So my cousin's like, yeah, you're young, but you're not a baby hairstylist. And when they come to you, and then they're not going to be asking for no baby hairstyles. So after that, I was like, all right, I'm raising my prices. And then... I raised my prices like like a couple of times throughout the years, but every time I did it, I made sure there was a reason why. Yes, you're coming to me. I'm giving you quality like quality installs. I'm making sure mm-hmm. the products that I have are also quality, and it's like there there has to be a reason. I know a lot of people just start and start off with these high ass prices, but it's like. Does it make sense? Does your quality <laughs> exactly. of work match your prices? So every time I raise it, I'm like, my quality, <laughs> my quality of work is matching yes, my prices. So yes. it's like you have to be real with yourself. Definitely. You really, really have to be real with yourself. And even to this day, like, although I have, like, set prices and stuff, and I feel like, you know, and that's another thing. I do it based off where I, I'm located in Providence, Rhode Island. Like, I'm not located in Atlanta where they're charging, like, $300 just for an install. So you also have to know, I know my I know my age range that I'm targeting, and I know my location. I can't be charging no high especially because at the end of the day, I'm going to ask myself out. Like, there's small things that you really have to look at to see, like, okay, I can mm-hmm. start off here. What's good for me it's gonna be like you know i'm not putting myself short um what else was i gonna say also yeah like even right now like you said these hairstyles are becoming ridiculous and there's like a new hairstyle every day so if i haven't done it yet but that's another thing i'm really good at finessing and stuff but if i haven't done it yet i know it's gonna come out nice but i'm not just gonna charge somebody okay here's 200 dollars for this hairstyle that i've never done so i'll like okay like okay come like come bring you bring your hair you do um do this do that and i'll charge you half off of the hairstyle even though i know it's gonna come out nice but it's my first time trying it you can't just be practicing on people and charging them full price it's grimy crazy it's grimy (laughs) that's literally so crazy and it's really (laughs) grimy like I, so many times i practice hairstyles and it's like if i'm not confident i'm like okay it's free like mm-hmm. as long as you just bring x y and z just come i yeah. just need the practice i'm I just need to get sure. the practice in no nah, that was perfect so. as you were talking uh something that came to mind was know your worth but be mindful of your growth like because because a lot of people think that yes. at one point just because you're young um just because you're young that you don't mm-hmm. have experience and sometimes when you're experienced, ta- gifted, experienced, gifted, and passionate, it beats anybody else who's older and is just sleeping on themselves. They're sleeping on the game. They're no longer growing in their craft because they think they made it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, and like so, a plateau. Made it, yes. Yeah. Yeah. There's a plateau. And, there's, and it's, the moment that you think you've arrived, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, you're the furthest from it. You're the furthest from your destination. Mm-hmm. You know, Literally. and so, Kaz, uh, like, Literally. go ahead and share about like your, you know, personal experience, like tapping into the business side of things. Like, how was that for you? Um, so I, um, so I went to Boston University and I went for advertising. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have a little bit of that advertising background, marketing. Um, sort of, um, I was able to, or I am able to apply those things that I learned about advertising and how to advertise myself or just brand myself, um, you know, with my own business 
But I think when it comes to pricing myself, I still struggle with that. Even though I've been doing photography for years, I think mm-hmm. it's like every year I'm, I'm learning more, um, you know, my equipment, I'm, you know, getting more equipment and trying to learn like more things like, you know what I'm saying? So I feel like it's definitely hard for me because I have a big heart and like, I, I like to meet people where they are. And, um, you know, sometimes it's, it's hard because, you know, I got to pay rent, <laughs> but Listen. you know, so, you know, you have, like, I recently got a job, so like, um, I'm not able to, I haven't been able to do like too many shoots. Like, I don't think I'm going to be doing that many shoots in the near future, like too many back to back, you know, here and there. But when it comes to pricing, I don't know. I, I try to talk to a lot of people that are already established and try to get in, you know, get some information from them, like what works for them um, and see like, you know, why are they charging what they're charging and mm-hmm. kind of um, see what works for me. So, I, you know, I've just been trying to deliver quality, like um, Natanya, like you were saying, like quality, your, your, you know, what you're charging, your quality has to reflect that. So, like, the customer has to feel like they're being taken mm-hmm. care of. Like, the, the photo shoot is being planned, you know what I'm saying, like, ahead of time. Mm-hmm. And every the location set, who's styling the shoot. Like, I've been trying to, you know, get all the details down and not just, like, pull up to the shoot and, like, be like, all right, so what are we doing? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. So, like, you know, so I, I've been trying to step my game up in that, in that sense and, like, really deliver excellent service as, and do my best. You know, sometimes things go wrong Mm -hmm. and I have to disc, you know, I give, I give out discounts when things go wrong. You know, I try to, at least, um, I've been trying Mm -hmm. to recently, at least because, you know, sometimes things don't go the way that we want to, especially with film photography. Um, you have to know your stuff and like, sometimes your, you know, equipment fails on you and you have to figure out how to fix it. You know what Mm -hmm. I'm saying? So, um, it's a lot. It's a lot. Sometimes being on it, I think it's like the past. So I, I was getting so frustrated with, with my craft because um, I normally shoot with film cameras like as of lately. And, you know, they've been failing me because they're old cameras. Mm. But um, I, I challenge myself to like YouTube everything that I need to know about how to fix every single problem on a film camera. Mm-hmm. So every time I'm on a shoot. I have my screwdriver and I have my like like all my equipment with me so that I know how to fix it on the go. Yeah. So if things go wrong, you know what I'm saying? I know how to still deliver the product, even, you know, like the deliverables, the final pictures, regardless of what happens with that camera. I have a backup camera. I have a digital camera on me. Like I have everything I need just in case things go wrong. I think that's like the biggest thing to um you know, just anticipate things going wrong because things usually sometimes go wrong. But always believe like, you know, overall, everything's going to work out. You just have to keep that positive mind when you, you know, you're delivering a service regardless, you know, regardless of what you do, if it's hair, photography, Mm -hmm. or whatever the service may be, you know, you want to be professional, you want to give it your all. And then when things go wrong, apologize, be transparent, (laughs) but also like figure out ways to problem solve on the scene um, and that, that'll take a lot of practice and learning and you got to dive deep into what you do and how to troubleshoot because sometimes only going to be you Listen. that can figure that issue out. Like who, the client's going to be like, well, okay, so I know nothing about <laughs> photography. Like what am I supposed to do? Like I paid you to do the job. Right, so right. I think it's just, you got to, it's, it's totally yeah. like we were talking about that confidence, having that confidence is like big because we have to, you know, we have mm-hmm. to be confident, like we're getting hired to do something. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We have to believe in what we do because otherwise it's going to reflect in our work. Exactly. So, yeah. You see, I notice that sometimes like, I mean, you have to be confident, but sometimes like if something goes wrong and you're panicking, right. you just have to fake it until you make it. Because <laughs> if you make it known that you're panicking to your client, yes, they're going to exactly. start panicking, which is going to escalate the situation. And I feel like also as budding entrepreneurs, like you're a photographer, but you also have to like know small things about engineering. Like I'm a I'm a hairstylist, but like hair and makeup go hand in hand. So like I kind of had to step in on the makeup side just so like you know the final product 
product because like you know when you get your hair you also want to get like the final product looks good i also had to get into some tech stuff because when i edit my video i had to like learn final cut pro it's like you're something but you also have to be these million other things just to get the job done and no one i feel like a lot of people like clients and stuff and people watching Mm -hmm. from the other side Mm -hmm. they don't understand that they do not understand that especially when you're by yourself because a lot of times when you start these businesses you are Mm -hmm. by yourself most definitely i was gonna say that um I love that both of you talked about the fact that even though your your heart and your mind is set on accomplishing this one thing, Natanya, for you slaying this hair, right? And then Cass, for you killing this shoe, like getting it spot on. But you've had to pick up doing other things. Like the fact that you went to school right. for totally different things. And then even within your business, you had to learn other things aside from that. Like the fact that you've paired so well, Natanya, makeup and hair. You you started off with hair, but you're like, nah, I want this client to leave feeling yes. like, look, I'm going to, listen, I'm about to leave <laughs> here and I'm not going home <laughs> until this makeup sweats off my face. You feel me? Like, <laughs> and Kaz, like you're putting in the work to make sure that when the person gets their pictures, they're going to they're going to try to share them with any and everybody they know because that's how much time and effort you've put into making this shoot work and even if something broke you were able to engineer it and fix it like mm-hmm. i think that's something that a lot of people miss out on is the fact that yes your heart may be set on accomplishing this one goal but trust and believe that not every that everything else that you partake in will if if you have the right mindset It'll assist you in your end goal. You know what I'm saying? I think a lot of times people think that other things can be a distraction. But if Cass only focused on, if Cass only focused on, I'm going to get this shoot and I'm bringing this camera. I don't know how to fix cameras, but I'm going to just trust that it works. And if it don't, then it is what it is. She wouldn't have a business <laughs> if she didn't right. if she didn't learn how to troubleshoot. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. and so we can't think of those things as 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 faults, and we have to learn from those little moments of of, of failures. And sometimes they don't it's even have to be a learning. It's just, learning it's all learning yeah. experiences. And if if you don't think day. about it that way, then baby, you're not really going nowhere. <laughs> no, literally. You know. So with that said, we're talking about. You know, just kind of putting on your big girl shoes and and just learning new things along the way, right? Mm-hmm. Um, one question I have for y'all is: Have you had a significant um, hardship that you've had to overcome in this process of pursuing your passion or pressing into your craft? Yes. And like, what? Like, how how did you go about it? How'd you overcome? Um. I could start. Yeah. Um, I guess um, my biggest, I guess my one point is uh, finding my style and my and building confidence in what I do and having that confidence. I think like uh, a year ago or a year or two, I think it was over a year ago, um, I was in New York City on a trip with my friends. And, you know, my friend told me, yo, like Cass, you got to stop doubting yourself because it's it's getting really hard for us to believe in you when you don't even believe in yourself. And like, yo, like a friend, a f- yo, but she's, she's like really like my dog because like she told me straight up yes. what it is. You know what I'm saying? And I needed that. And that, that, you know, I kept that with me and I'm like, damn, like, you know, like that's going to reflect in my work. If I don't believe in myself or if I pull up on you know in a photo shoot and I'm not confident then you know like then how do I expect other people to believe in me too yeah yeah yeah. yeah. so I think it's just over time like it's easier said than done Mm -hmm. but I think it's just believing that like no one else can do what you do the way you do it at the end of the day so like if you're called to do something like you you're called to do that thing like that's what you're destined to do so like we have to empower each other every day and try to find ways to like support each other and you know, genuinely, you know, provide that, I don't know, just like support each other and, you know, be there for each other so that we can help each other along the way. You know, it's not easy to do everything alone. Mm-hmm. So I think that's another thing, like surround yourself with good people and, you know, just, you you know, building that confidence. It just takes practice. It really does take practice in like seeing what works, what doesn't work and staying genuine and true to you. 
you know, and like you said, like practicing on yourself or your friends or people that you know and using your friends as you know not using your friends but like utilizing your the people that you know yeah. to network and you know help each other out and you know that I feel like that all builds confidence and sense of community in that you know and what you do so that was great it's not just like something you make money off of but something that you genuinely love and can share experiences with people that you work with, you know? Exactly, so. exactly. And I think that's how you know it's real. Because when you go through hardships and you still persevere and you're still in the game, you were made for this, okay? You Period. were made for this. That's it. Period. Natanya. Full stop. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, people think it's a game. It's like the moment that you quit at, like, the first pit stop or the first, you know, when your car breaks mm-hmm. down. Um, if we're going to bring it to an analogy or whatever. Um, but once you come to this point of hardship and you instantly just give up, that might not be the thing for you, my guy. It might not be the thing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so let's let's find what that thing is. And uh, and you ladies have found it. So, Natanya, what's like what's one hardship that you could maybe think about that you feel like you've gone through, but you've overcome? So I would say college, you know, mm college was really was really difficult um I wouldn't say it was a specific day but I would say it was a time period because like I went to college thinking like my goal was um before I even entered college I was like stuck between engineering and biology because I wanted to become a PA so then I entered college I have this business that was budding and it really took off during college and you know college is very depressing and I feel like a lot of people don't they don't prepare you for that. Like, teachers really don't prepare you for the depression that college brings to you and mm-hmm. stuff. So it's like, you know, I'm battling. Not only that, I'm battling, like, um, all these hard classes and stuff. I'm also battling, like, trying to keep my business afloat and, like, you know, still being hot. Because, like, not only am I doing hair and I'm trying to study I'm doing it here in a whole different city so like no one knows me so like I'm really like I'm (laughs) I'm really trying to like and I'm not trying to let this go so I'm I'm really trying to network and stuff and yeah um I would say my second year my sophomore year of college I was just really depressed I don't know like I just never left my room and stuff I gained a bunch of weight like I was just I don't know college like just studying and stuff like every I would just feel like chemistry was kicking my ass man like it was just getting to me (laughs) Yeah. So I was just really, really sad. And then it's like, um, I kind of like slacked off in school and I also slacked off in my business. But then I, I gathered myself together and I got over that obstacle. So then the next year, the next thing I was um, was happening is like, OK, I'm getting closer to graduation. So it's like, what do I want to do? Everyone's mm-hmm. asking like, oh, what are you going to do? Are you going to like, you know, go back to school, get your master's, you know, do a program and stuff. And I'm like, I don't think I really. And it was hard for me to kind of admit it and say it out loud. Like, I don't think I really want to pursue like higher education anymore. Like I have this business that I'm really into it and I invested so much money into it and another thing is like I am African I'm Ghanaian to be specific and even if you're not even Ghanaian just being African they're very school is number one and I don't blame our parents because our parents came from a different country that's all they know that's all they like you know that's the only path of success that they know and it's guaranteed success once you have your degree no one can take it from you no one can ever say you didn't get it it's guaranteed Mm. success and I'm surrounded by and I love all these women because I'm like wow you guys are dope I'm surrounded by nurses I'm surrounded by doctors my uncle's a pharmacist my cousin's in pharmacy school nurses um PAs, MDs, I'm surrounded by all these hard things. And it's like, I was just kind of looking around and I'm like, damn, am I kind of going to be less than because I just want to be a hairstylist? Mm-hmm. And it was like kind of hard. And like, I was battling that for a long time. Cause I'm like, wow. you know, all my cousins are doing all these great things. I know so many lawyers. I know so yeah. many like high people. So I was like, oh, and you just want to be a hairstylist? <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, Listen. and it's so tough. And it was like, I was like, all the time, my friends would be like, oh, so like when you graduate, my student is like, oh, when you graduate, what you going to do? Are you still going to do hair? Like, are you, like, what are you going to, are you going to go back to school? And I'm like, I'll kind of avoid the question so many times. I'm like, oh, I don't know. I don't know. I'm still like, I'm in I'll, my number one like answer would be like, I'm in limbo. I don't know. I'm, like, I would try to play it off. Like, I don't know. We'll talk about it later. We'll talk about it later. But yeah. deep down inside, it was really bothering me. It was really, really bothering. I like, it was even trying, it was like, getting me depressed at one point because it's like and you know like I feel like with foreign parents their mouths not even my parents but like even aunties and uncles their mouths are very sharp and their, their mouths are very sharp and they, they I would say they kind of lack 
like people <laughs> skills like they just they just think like they say whatever they say they were like <laughs> they laugh so they were like oh so you do it like and that, that's another thing a lot of them like i'm not gonna say that they weren't supportive they were definitely supportive like oh i see you getting money hey big girl big girl big girl they're like oh so you're going back to school right <laughs> like, oh you're getting money but don't forget you're going back to school right oh you're <laughs> you're still gonna go back to school you're still gonna go to nursing school you're still gonna apply to schools right i'm like and i wouldn't say anything and mm-hmm. then sometimes they, they would like sense the awkwardness and the conversations but you have some of the the, the aunties and the uncles that lack social skills and still hammering you like oh i know this man who went to this school you should you should contact them he will help you he will help you but that's not what i want to do yeah and then, yeah <laughs> and then for so right. long when i graduated i was like okay i'm just gonna take the air off like you know I only had one job, Walgreens, because, like, I've been so blessed. I do in hair. It always paid my bills, always helped me in life. So I'm like, I'm just going to take the year off and just, like, you know, continue doing hair, continue doing hair. It's been two years. I graduated in 2019. It's about to be two years since I graduated college. Business is booming so much that, honestly, all that depression, I'm like, why am I, like, why, why do I feel like I have to please these people? Like, mm. it's my life, and it's, like, and another thing is, like, and like I said, all they know is, like, guaranteed success is school and stuff, but let me right. show that there's other ways of doing this. I had to literally get myself out that funk, because if I don't prove it to them, no one else is going to prove it to them. Ooh. It's, like, I had to make Tanya. certain things, like, <laughs> it's, like, I had to just do certain things to show them, like, yo, this is, I'm taking this serious, like, I don't ask, like, Yes, I still live with my parents, but it's like I don't ask them to do certain things for me. Like I, they don't pay my bills. Like, see, my business is booming so much that I don't need you guys right now. Like, you know, uh-huh. I bought my car with like I bought my car by myself. They're seeing that like, I'm proving to them. Like, you know, this too is also gonna work. This yes. too is also another way. It's not not like you know we're taking the unconventional route, and I'm trying to show them like you know mm-hmm. the unconventional route. Yes, is a little mm-hmm. risky. Yes, there's a lot of ups and downs. But as long as like you know you're supportive and you like you you see I'm driven and I have the motivation, everything is gonna work out. Yeah. Yeah. So wow. I, so yeah it wasn't like a specific moment but it was like a long time i was just battling like this these inner demons this inner turmoil and i had to really realize and wake up and realize my friend also used to tell me because she owns a restaurant mm-hmm. she has a family restaurant that they own she was like you have to bet on yourself her number one thing is like betting on yourself because exactly. you only there's exactly. only you no one else is gonna be like hey like you know i see it in you like you have to see it on yourself you have to prove it to yourself right. and you have to prove it to others yes yes so so many gems like i i i i was sitting over here trying to write i was like trying to write down different things that was coming to me i mean both of y'all just spit so much so much um i don't even have the words the only thing that comes to mind are gems because that's what they are things that people can take with them um that that are worth so much and and a couple of the things that i took from what you guys have said is that number one, I heard somebody share and I paraphrase everything. So for y'all listening, (laughs) get ready. Uh, But pretty much the gist (laughs) of what they said was God gave you the vision. It's not for everybody else to see. Like there's a time and a place for everything. So when it comes down to it, when you have something that's on your heart to accomplish or to do, like, for instance, you talking about it, Tanya, like you started to really have that conf- that conflict within your heart and within your mind. Like, yo, is what I want to do less than everybody else because they're all doing this? This, yes. And, you know what I'm saying? This thing. But it's like you weren't created like everybody else. I mean, even how they do what they do is differently. It's still different. You know what I'm saying? Um, and just because yours is evidently different, like off the bat. It's doing hair and killing it. Um, it doesn't make it any less because you were gifted in that. And I think that's what makes that's what makes it super special. And I love that you talked about that battle because I know so many people that have had that battle. I've had that battle um, for the longest time. Um, even now, I refrain, but obviously this is being put out into the world. So everybody going to know, but uh, for the longest time I refrained from sharing what I genuinely wanted to do because I just knew not everybody would understand. Yeah. It wasn't worth my time or my energy (laughs) or my peace 
the little that I had, you know, to to now release what I what I want to do and what I believe can be done. Mm-hmm. I just have no idea how it's going to happen. Now I also have to fight against what everybody else is going to say. And a lot of times when you think so much about what everybody else has to say, it's going to cloud what it is that you're supposed yep. to actually do. And yeah, um man. and so what I'm taking from what both of you have said and I hope that for you who's listening that you have to you have to silence the fear. And it's an it's an active thing. You have to do it daily. 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 And what's crazier is that you have to daily maintenance. Daily maintenance. Come on. <laughs> That's also a part of self-care. Like the thing that we talk about consistently in society nowadays is self-care this, self-care that. Sometimes it's having to block out the haters. And sometimes the haters are the people yep. closest to you. <laughs> you know? No, not, that's, and that's and not sure. being that's literal sure. haters, like they hating on what you do because they can't do it. Nah, it's, the thing is, is that they fear that because they've never seen it done in close proximity, they fear that it's not going to be possible. It's possible. But and that's it's like, not true. Mm-hmm. And it's so... And it's like sometimes because it's not actual hating, you're like, damn, maybe they're right. Like, maybe mm. this is not. It's like it's because they, they they really try to look out for you in hindsight. They're like, you know, for example, like we're doing all these like unconventional these unconventional jobs. There's no yeah. health insurance. There's no dental insurance. So they're like, okay, for sometimes like maybe get a job so you could get all of this stuff so you're covered. But getting that second job takes away time from your craft. And it's like they're really looking out mm-hmm. for you. But I, like you got to know what's right for yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And everybody's path is different 100%. too because there are some artists out there who are still working that they're doing a part-time gig because that's bringing in mm-hmm. the income they need to take care of this this one thing, right? And then but then when it comes down to their craft, they're still fully invested when they get off of work and doing what they have to do. Um uh, but that doesn't make that doesn't make how much they love what they do any less than the person who's doing it full time. Cuz I know I'm definitely somebody right. who loves some security. You feel me? Like <laughs> some of my friends like back in college, I have this one friend, shout out to Crystal, my girl. Um she would go to the coffee shops and be singing and stuff. And I would be so nervous because she was willing to give it all up to be an artist and she is now. You know what I mean? She's an artist and I love to I love the fact that I was able to like witness her journey and I'm still witnessing it. I'm still witnessing her grow. Um but to see how much she had passion for for being an artist and for being a musician, that didn't make my heart for it any less, my love for it any less. It's just that I like knowing I'm going to get this certain amount every single week. You feel me? I like knowing <laughs> yes. that it's coming into my no, account. Right. Because... That extra security. Yes, baby. your girl loves to eat. Your girl loves to shop. Your girl loves to be like, you know, to call up her friends and say, hey, you want to go this place? I don't want to feel like I can't. <laughs> right. You know? Yeah, literally. Um, and so for anybody out there who is still juggling between that idea, it's like, do whatever fits fits you. Do whatever's right for you right now. And um, I mm-hmm. trust and believe that if if it's for you, it's for you. Like it's like it's not gonna miss you, right. as long as you continue to be faithful. Like it's not gonna miss you. So um, so I just and then also uh-huh. too, I would say like sorry to cut no, you please, off. Go ahead. I would also say too, like um, I think social media is a big. I know that we talk about it a lot all the time, and um, it, it truly is like a tool. So ask for help when you can and like from people, you, you can access so many different people through social media. So use it as a tool, but also know that like, like, you know, if you have to take your time off of social media to make sure that you're mentally in the right place, then that's okay too. Don't feel pressured by people going a hundred miles per hour doing a bunch of mm-hmm. things and make it, you yes. know, pressure, have that pressure you to do like, your stuff quickly or push out your work quickly like just know that your timing exactly what you said tony like timing timing is everything i think like take your time with it play around with it you know you utilize your you know the resources that you have and if you don't have the right resources ask somebody you know don't be afraid to put yourself out there and i think like and in terms of like comparing yourself to others just try not to it's hard easier said than Mm -hmm. done but like Try not to, you know, everyone has their own lane and everyone has their own style. I think, like, just be your authentic self. 
and you'll get so far. What Cassandra said was golden because I'm not gonna lie, like mm-hmm. you know, even this week I'm like I think I'm gonna de like deactivate my personal account and just focus on my business accounts for some time, maybe just mm-hmm. a month, because. I caught myself like, oh wow, she got this done, and like, it's not as, there's like, there wasn't jo- no jealousy, and it's like, oh wow, yes. she's doing this, like she's on a different level, like wow, every day she's reaching right. these goals. What am I doing? And it's like that comparison is a thief of joy because although I'm like, I'm looking at myself Come like, on. damn, mm-hmm. I haven't accomplished anything, but I'm not in the space where I first started, and that should also be celebrated. Right. Social media yes. is the best exactly. tool, but literally. It can do so much damage to your mental health. So, 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 so much damage. And without you knowing, mm-hmm. it's because you're looking at something every day, constant, constant. And you're probably just like, oh, I'm just liking this. This is dope. I'm so happy for her. But at the same time, you're, you're like comparing yourself and you're like, wow, I haven't done this yet. I haven't done that yet. How come when I graduated from college, I haven't got that job yet? I mean, I'm still like unemployed. I'm still working from home. Like, it's like, right. It's so hard. So just make sure you're managing your time on social media wisely because it will literally put you in a funk. Mm. A funk. And sometimes what you're seeing is not really reality. Yes. So it's like, <laughs> so it's just like that. That's a that should give you enough like you know yeah security to know that like not everything you're seeing is real life and not everything you're seeing is really perfect and all that it seems. Mm-hmm. So like it's okay to to you know to like how about i'm not going to compare myself to this person because this is probably not yeah. who they are and People like never take you pictures know what I'm saying? like we all portray yeah we all portray like i mean we used to what we want to portray yeah, like, we, on my so. we used to <laughs> on my space with a long caption maybe, you maybe uh think i'm tripping tie my shoes can't stand me sit down <laughs> <laughs> listen take that take that that digital camera from your parents you remember the font like the the font like with yo like you could just add font on your yes. pictures and like do the absolute most the most ugliest filter in. ever you have one teardrop and you looking like yeah. you know <laughs> an animated teardrop at that <laughs> oh throw it all away throw it away yeah. Uh, but yes, y'all, y'all really, y'all really hit the spot um, today, and I'm super grateful for y'all just coming on here and just speaking life and encouraging people and letting them know the real deal. It's important because social media will have you twisted um, on a daily. Right. Seeing all these, like, yes, they're cool and great things, but sometimes when you see all those things every single time, you start to doubt or compare yourself. Um, and again, it's just all about timing, and like you said, Cass not everything that you see online is what it is. You know what I'm saying? Um, right. And just remember why you love what you do and remind yourself every day, like, why did I start doing what right. I do? And remember that time, uh, maybe, Natanya, maybe for you, like, mem- like, remember, maybe it's a time in college that you started doing hair that, you know, that really sparked that moment for you. Like, you always remember that moment. You know, to keep you going, because remember those times, because yeah. that's what's going to keep you going for sure. Yeah. So three things that I'm going to definitely say, especially based off of this last part of the conversation, is y'all know your capacity. Take your time. Trust and believe that what is for you is for you. It's not going to miss you. Trust and believe that. So know your capacity, take your time, and count your blessings as you go. It's important. Remind yourself that, you, that you're, you're not where you started, okay? You're not where you started. You've come such a long way, and there's so much more in store. But take your time, count your blessings, and know your capacity. So with all of that said, I want to end on this note. I want to end like this. I want y'all to to think about one piece of advice that you've been given personally that you would like to pass on to somebody else that that has propelled you to where you're at today. That's that's always stuck with you and has encouraged you till this moment that you can share with somebody else. Um, for me, I got this piece of advice from my best friend, Gifty. Shout out to you. And if you guys are ever in the Worcester area, check out Accra Girls and Accra Eatery. Yes. Um, <laughs> many of the times when I ever felt like down, like, oh, I don't know if I could do this anymore or like, you know, 
I don't think this is ever going to be bigger than what it is now. She always say, bet on yourself. I said this earlier in the podcast, but it was, it's a big one. You know, it's it's short, but it's true. Bet on yourself because... Period. In this life, all you have is yourself. Yeah, people will support you, but they also have other things going on in their lives that they have to, like, you know, take control of. Like, everyone's living their own life. So you really got to do the dirty work yourself. You got to have all the faith that you have on yourself. Like, gain that confidence. Like, show these people that... You know what you're doing. You like you're you're motivated, and whatever you have, like you're gonna make everything come true. Like you are gonna take the risk. You're gonna do the dirty work, and it will all be worth it. And when you do that, it, it will all be worth it. People will acknowledge your hard work. They will mm-hmm. see what you're doing, and. The, I mean, if it's money that you're struggling with, the money, the notoriety, the fame, the attention, it will all come eventually because they see how hard you work. They see how much time, how much time and thought you put into your craft and all that will like, you know, yeah, what is it? You're like sowing a seed and the seed will definitely go eventually. Most definitely. That was beautiful. Bet on yourself. That is Tanya's word to you. So take that, y'all. Have faith and bet on yourself. What about you, Cass? Um, well, I'm trying to think of it. Well, I was trying to think I have a few things I could say, but I would say like, definitely hmm, hmm, hmm. work hard, stay down Mm. and stay humble. And Mm. not only, um, you know, sometimes like, I feel like, you know, you, like you were, like you were kind of saying earlier, like, I feel like God almost hides us sometimes in certain seasons and yes. like we have to be okay with like being where we are at that at the moment that we are and take everything day by day because we want to be here you know sometimes we want to be you know we want the fame we want the money we want all that but like we have to do the work to get yeah. there and um i think i i mean my my final note would, would just be like Something that something someone has told me before is that, um, you know, like for photography, for example, an image, like if I, you know, if I can't feel anything personally from this photo, mm. you can't expect someone else to feel something from this mm. photo. So think about that when you're storytelling, like think about, you know, how you compose the image and like what you want people to feel. Yeah. I think that's important. Like, you know, if you can't feel anything, like maybe, maybe try again, maybe try a different angled maybe try you know reshoot it you know take time with it like don't feel pressured by social media oh i gotta post this on this day you know do what you gotta do at your pace yes yes those are a few words i'm sorry no 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 no. (laughs) that was great that was great you said work hard stay down stay humble and if you don't feel it how you gonna expect anybody else to that's definitely that's a that's a great one as well because there's a lot of times too I think I've mm-hmm. heard I've heard it phrased differently. I remember um, a teacher telling me, "Listen, if you don't even want to read it, why would I want to read it?" <laughs> right, right. And I was like, no, it's true, "Damn, you're right, you're right." <laughs> and the moment I heard that, anything that I spit, anything that I write, whether it's with songwriting or anything that I speak, if I can't listen back to it, if I can't watch it back and enjoy it myself. Ain't nobody else gonna enjoy that. You know what I'm saying? And so exactly. that was that was a good one. You make sure that you that you put your all into it and that you feel it before you, you know, you release it. And so mm-hmm. I uh you guys really killed it. Y'all really you're killing the game. You killed this episode. I mean, there's just so many good things that you've stated. I loved hearing about your experience. You kept it real. You kept it honest. You spoke in love and in truth. And I am super, super grateful for both of y'all. I can't tell you enough. Before we end the podcast, I just want to say thank you actually for this platform and supporting us. Because honestly, without people like you, how would our businesses ever grow? And keep on doing the damn thing. And I can't wait to see where this leads. Thank you so much. I'm super grateful. Thank you so much for having us. Okay, I've been fighting tears since yesterday. So we're not going to do it today. (laughs) We're not going to do it today. But yeah, we love you. Is, thank oh, you. Thank y'all so much. Thank I appreciate you. it, man. Oh, so listen, y'all. I am so overjoyed. I just want to scream, but it's a podcast, and I'm not going to do that to you. <laughs> I'm not going to play you like that. Uh, but my girls here really just, really just dropped some 
some encouraging words. I mean, inspirational even. And I hope that everything that they shared on this episode has really inspired you to push forward and what God created you to do. You've been approved. Whatever's in your heart that you that you that's been tugging on your heart for a little bit and you're in conflict with what the world or society or your family or your friends are telling you is the way to go. Continue to just press in. Take some time to yourself. If you got to block out social media, just cut out everybody for a second and just to really just take time to listen, do that. Do that. Spend time with yourself. Be at peace with the decision that you make and trust and believe, again, that you've been called to something greater and um, and you'll get there. You'll get there. We believe in you. And that's why I love having this podcast to encourage people. You know what I'm saying? And so I really hope and pray that you've been encouraged. Actually, I don't hope. I believe you've been encouraged. That's it. I know you were encouraged because these girls were just speaking life left and right. And so with that said, make sure you head to the Afternoon Refill uh, Instagram page. Follow my girls, Cass, on, on Instagram. She's known as Stealth Maid. So type that in. All right. Follow her. And then also support her business, okay? Support her. And that's another thing, too. When we're supporting people, trust and believe it's not just monetary. It's not just financially, okay? You sharing the post so that your friends can see it. You talking about it, talking about the business. Like, do that. Share, follow, share, do whatever you got to do to support these beautiful ladies. Natanya, she's known as Touch by Tanya on Instagram. I mean, just again, they're <laughs> both going to be tagged um, on the post. So make sure that you hop on the Afternoon Refill Instagram and follow these two amazing ladies who are just killing the game right now um, with hairstyling and with photography. I promise you. You, you're not you're not gonna be salty you're not gonna be salty not one bit okay um so thank you thank so you. much for tuning in to the afternoon refill it's been thank a blessing it's been everything that i expected and more so if you want to hear more about amazing ladies in the game who are just impacting society in ways that are just godly heavenly in fact uh then make sure you tune in because we got more episodes coming uh with more encouraging and inspiring stories once again my name is tony t and this is the afternoon refill